Hey, you're listening to an episode of Lives Disrupted. This is Ellen Klabeck, and today I'm with Perry Grown. He's a filmmaker and storyteller. Um, he's been working with uh, traveling companies and non-profit organizations to promote uh, traveling with a purpose. Hey, Perry. What's up? <laughs> How are you? Good, how are you? I'm good. Thanks for taking this interview. Absolutely, thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So I would love to know um, a little bit more about who you were before you started all of this traveling. Where did you come from? What's, what's your story? Oh my God. <laughs> my story is, um, so I'm from Oregon and uh, the Pacific Northwest and grew up and I never had the opportunity to travel anywhere. Um, and so right when I, I went to college and stuff like that, but I always had the idea that I wanted to tell stories and I wanted to, ever since, the first and last thing I've ever wanted to do was make movies. I was like 10 years old and somebody said, hey, you can make movies for a living, right? At 10 years old? Yeah, and I was like, okay, I'm doing that. <laughs> and I actually just found my first camera ever, uh, like two days ago. And there's old footage of me that I'm watching. Oh, this is <laughs> literally so cute. today. I was watching it. You it's insane. It's insane. From like my senior year of in like high school and stuff like that. Did you have any favorite movie at the time? Yeah, yeah. My favorite movies like growing up was like um, Home Alone, uh, Indiana Jones, and then I doubt anybody would know this, but there's a movie called Three Ninjas. Okay. Did you know Never that? heard of it. It no. was like this B-list like movie, but it was so funny. It was about these three kids that turned into ninjas. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. I like it. But um, yeah, so I was always like super interested in in, in making movies. Just that idea, and it, well, I remember mm. uh, being in eighth grade and making videos with my friends and stuff, and being like, "This is the funnest thing I've ever done." Yeah. But I'm only 12, 13 years old right now. I, this kid, like my the, my peak of fun can't end here. Right. When I'm 12 years old, so I need to like okay continue to do this. And it wasn't even so much about like what the product was. It was just a collaboration with like friends. Like so we're like messing around, like yeah. doing stupid things. It's very stupid things. Like I was obsessed with Jackass. Was another one. Of course. And so we would do that type of stuff. Um. So yeah. So I uh, was really obsessed with like movies and storytelling. Um. But I was also very, very like anti-authority because I grew up. I grew up in a, like a broken household, kind of, okay. and it made me like I like took authority with a grain of salt. Like, mm. okay, I hear your opinion, but I'm gonna kind of like try to figure do out. it my own way. That's good. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, which got me in trouble a couple times, but of course. Uh, uh, but it was good. And I think that, and I've been thinking about that a lot lately. Like, where. Like, my whole kind of mission is to figure out what that light switch is in people's heads where they're like, okay, there's, like, this way that we're told, this this social clock that mm. we're told to live by. Yeah. Um, but there's there's few people that are always like, okay, I'm, I understand that, but mm. I don't, you know, I'm curious about this other thing. Right. And that comes in many different forms, whether that's a business or traveling or whatever it is, but it's always unorthodox. Um, and so that's why I like mission is to figure out what is that for people and then hopefully create some sort of like I don't know, recipe book or whatever to like inspire us, inspire other people to do that. So I'm interested because I'm doing exactly the same thing and I wonder when the light switched for you. Yeah. Like have you had this major like awakening moment? Right, right. Uh, 
I think for it's it, there are moments like that where it's a switch or gradual, and I've, it took me years to like really figure this out. And I think for me, it wasn't anything. It was, it was gradual. It was definitely gradual. And there's been, but but there has been pivotal moments where yeah. that light switch has kept switching and just like exactly. taking me in different directions. Yeah. And there, there are a few of those moments. Um, but I don't know. When, so when I grew up, I it was like a broken household, and my dad. But my dad lived down in California, and so I remember I I was raised in Oregon, but I would always come down to visit California. And just those few visits down here to visit my dad were like always fun. Like that was like my escape. Yeah. And so I think that that like subconsciously got in my head like okay, traveling, and I was mm. just like going from Oregon to California. Like Makes it wasn't, sense. It wasn't shit, but I think that got in my brain that was like okay, that like there's more to see. Exactly. Yeah. And that was at a really young age, and that's only very recently I realized like that was probably like a you know a gradual pivotal moment. Right. And then when I graduated college, I just packed everything up, moved away from home, and then one of the first times I ever traveled was to uh, a developing part of the world. The first few times I ever traveled were to developing parts of the world, like Haiti and like the slums in Mexico and stuff like that. And okay. that, like, those were the next like pivotal moments that like really radically changed the way I, what I care about. Mm. And what do you think gave you this interest for giving back to communities? I think that it's a really good question, and I think that there's, I mean, fulfillment out of it, out of it. It puts things in a huge perspective. Like, dude, my problems are are like dude. meaningless. Yeah, when someone drinks the last of my almond milk, <laughs> I don't need to get that pissed off. Yeah. Uh, but true. also it's really personal too. I mean, it's like selfishly personal in a way where it's, there's a, uh, 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 like a self-discovery journey through it. And yeah, so it's a mixture of those things. Right. Yeah. And it's, uh, I learned so much from it. There's also like a personal side to it. I think it's very important that whatever you do, like has to have some personal root to it. Like you can't just do things for money or anything like that. Yeah. At the end of the day, that doesn't matter at all. Uh, but so it's also like a really personal journey like every time I go somewhere and meet somebody new or new culture or whatever like I learned I realize how little I know yeah and that's like the biggest drive in my life is like figure out just be educated as much as possible because I'm like the least educated person ever I think why did you say that just because I'm like the typical I mean I grew up kind of like in an, in an industrial farm town like I grew up you know working on a farm or pumping gas for people or painting like I'm just kind of like a, a, a typical person and I never ever want to think that I was special at all I just like became super curious and then I like I'm a big believer in uh, being curious and taking risks like um, do you have an example of a risk that you took that maybe transformed you as a person or taught you something yeah I uh Well, I mean, the first like thing that I, when I realized like risk taking is super, is very important was just leaving home and packing up my 1996 Honda Civic and with and stuffing it with all my stuff uh, and just leaving home and then that like set me on all by myself and I didn't really know anyone. 
when I moved to California and that just kind of set me on a journey of like meeting new people, new relationships and that's when I realized like after a year of leaving home I was like oh that one moment of leaving yeah. was the biggest thing ever right. and that was like a really very personal reason for doing that um, and then beyond that it's like every trip that I'm take, taking has always been a risk and and uh, yeah and so that's why like this next thing I'm going on a trip soon and this is like another mm. big personal thing that I'm trying to work on that is another like big risk so <clears throat> what do you think about when you're gonna take a risk or do something you know scary or different or challenging do you have like a secret sauce a secret recipe to help you basically uh, gather the courage to go for it Yeah, I think that a big one is don't think about it too much and the worst that can happen is you're back to where you are right now with new wisdom. Right. Like I think that failure is, I mean failure, the word failure has this obviously bad stigma about it but it's, failure's fun and when, like the idea of failure, yeah, as you go and try something, it didn't work out or it turned yeah. into something else and the worst thing that can happen is you're back to where you are with new information and just like trying to figure it out and doing it once and it not working or doing it once or becoming something different than you thought it was going to be is like not that big of a deal I mm. mean, even if you gotta go back home and move in sleep on a couch for like a year I mean that'd be annoying but you get back on your feet yeah I was reading one of your articles um where you mentioned that Your curse is your gift. Yeah. Uh, what does it mean to you? And what's your personal experience with that? Yeah, yeah. I have a kind of a couple of them. I think that like everybody has hardships and whenever you're able to use that as a fuel, like now I look at hardships, I look at hardships now and I'm like, I kind of have this, all right, like kind of like this F you attitude to, not in a cynical way, but just yeah. like, oh, I'm going to show you. I'll show you world. Like, okay, yeah. you're gonna put me that you're gonna put me through that. Okay, I'll show you. I'll show you. Um, and so I don't know. A couple like ones are feeling lost. Like if you feel lost, then get lost. Yeah, because there's self-discovery through that. I like this one. Yeah. I, that, <laughs> thanks. I came, <laughs> I came, I came up with that in my head. <laughs> But when you feel lost, like go and explore, and you're lost because you're supposed to be. And there's like some evolution, like education that you need to go through. And then another one is I was always like the class clown and I would always like yeah. just dick around so much. Like I never like cared a whole lot. Yeah. Like the only thing I ever cared about was making people laugh. And that's like just a super goofy, silly thing. But it was also making people laugh and then laughing at other, with other people. And just like letting, like I would laugh, I laugh at fucking everything. Uh, <laughs> Have you, like, ever been bashed for it? So that's the thing. Yeah. So, and that's, that was, like, the curse, I guess, quote-unquote, was because I, I was that guy. It made me very vulnerable. And, like, it, it, it just people, like, thought that I could take jokes really well. And so I would, like, get, like, picked on a lot, I guess. But at the end of the day, like, that's my... I hate to say, like, that's my place, but it's just so... I don't care anymore. Like, yeah. literally. And it makes people, like, so vulnerable, and now, like, I love it. Like, I don't care at all. Dude, my gift is laughing and letting people laugh and, like, goofing around and having and being lighthearted about things. Yeah. And 
I don't care about being made fun of anymore. And because once you do that, and then all of a sudden now, if I don't, if you don't care about it, then it's like, it's like you're a shield. So now I embrace it for sure. And there's a lot of kids out there though that um, get also vulnerable and they are also being, you know, like maybe bullied or um, yeah, yeah. made fun of totally, and yeah. it breaks them down. So, so yeah. you know, why, totally. why do you think that you manage to... Yeah, actually... well, bullying is different. Bullying, if right. you're bullying someone, yeah. then you're being a piece of shit. That's not cool. Don't do that. Stop it right now. Stop it right now. Do not do that. But I'm talking about like when you're with, uh, if if you're you're a bully if you pick on someone else, but you don't want to be picked on yourself. That's the difference. But if you're like mm. doing it and like you're messing with someone else, but then they do it back and you guys are laughing back and forth, then yeah. you're like, then that's just like friends and stuff like right. that. And but because I was always always joking around it happened a lot and I, it used to like get to me like oh that bothers me if they say that and then at the end of the day I was like wait I don't give a shit like I'm gonna start like we mess with each other all the time right and then now it's just like very lighthearted and fun and yeah now it's just like our culture like we find like our enjoyment and our love for each other by like messing around, like picking on each other in a way. <laughs> that's how you make friends to sometimes exactly, like you yeah. push the boundaries and then you see if, if it works yeah right right yeah they take it and um, how does it feel to have uh, a lot of eyes on you now that you put, you know, your content out there um, online and you have all of those people like watching you and commenting? Is there a lot of people? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not Kim Kardashian. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, it's cool. It's, it's awesome. You can like create. Your... I mean, it's like strangers. So it's different. Even if it's five people or 10,000, it's always, yeah. you know? Yeah. I want to be more critiqued, I think. Like, I think it, it's awesome that you can, like, have your own audience now. I think that's great. Mm. You get, like, feedback. But my favorite thing, so I did a film festival, like, a few years ago. And my favorite thing is when I went up to talk about it and people were, like, asking me questions on, like, why did you do that? Yeah. Instead of being, like, that was great, blah, blah, blah. You know, yeah, golf, yeah, yeah, golf yeah. clap, now move on. I thought that was awesome when I was, like, critiqued. I've like posted things that were incorrect and people say, you know, this isn't right. Um, uh, not like morally right, but like factually incorrect. Right. And I, th I love that. I think that's great, you know? Yeah. And so. Cause you get to improve as a person. Yeah. yeah. And it's just, it's, it's creating a conversation. You're allowing a conversation for uh, kind of constructive criticism and, and feedback as opposed to like, you know, F you or whatever. Right. You know, like I, I, I posted a video I was in Parkland, Florida during the march and I posted a video and in the caption I said something incorrect, um, like factually wrong. Yeah. And there was a couple people that were like, you know, fuck you and all that stuff. Wow. And then, but there was one or two, I think there was one person that was like, hey, you said this wrong. Like I don't, may not agree with your point, but you right. also said this incorrectly, like factually. And I was like, I didn't respond to anyone yeah. else because I don't care what they think. But that one person that was like saying that I actually said something wrong, yeah. which I was wrong. Um, in that instance about something that I said, mm. uh, I, I was like, oh, thank you so yeah. much, you know, and corrected it. And then the whole cool thing about, you know, um, putting your content online too is that you can start conversations and yeah. start a community also. Yeah. Have you ever like 
started different conversations with people around things that you were doing or maybe they got inspired by you and started to do the same thing yeah I, I think uh, it, with different projects and stuff like traveling stuff like people love that and yeah. that always builds a conversation around that around that with the traveling good we were there that was a that was a community building thing so we would host these events where people could come and talk about their nonprofits and talk about their passions and it was like full-on community building and people yeah yeah it was like a culture right. thing that was cool um but that's kind of like where my passion and where my where the purpose is is whatever i'm gonna do i think i really would like to have some sort of meaning behind it yeah of course and it took me a really long time to figure that out like a super long time to be like okay i have all these opportunities i could make this music video i could do work for this you know yeah. t-shirt brand yeah but do I really need mm, to do that mm. or what is the reason I'm gonna do that is it for a check in order to make right. me do this yes. other thing that I'm like really passionate about yeah so it's like navigating those things yeah and so what's the answer what's like what triggers you the most and what excites you uh it's having a couple things so I love edgy stuff in a way uh whether that but edgy stuff with like a purpose so like what I really really want to do right now and what I kind of did last year was going and exploring underdeveloped places and I want to do that again but create a series out of it um, to where I want to go and explore remote indigenous places and ask them like thought-provoking questions yeah. um, and create like whole content packages out of it but questions like what happens when we die and then what makes you laugh mm. and what makes you happy and what do you eat you know and just so like hopefully people realize it and they're like okay i've been like taught all these things in my life yeah. but there's other people that live a way different thing, oh, yeah. Yeah, lifestyle or whatever and i just want to create that conversation for people to just like question what they've you mm. know been taught by their dad it's so fascinating to confront different culture mm. i saw this video uh where they would show like um, shots from a like they would show uh, they would show videos to a tribe mm. of like for example Michael Jackson or like the war or gardens and they were like what is going on what is this like why would you be doing this we don't understand you're not preserving the planet like things like that yeah. and that was really like it makes you reflect yeah. around decisions that are being made and whether we, you know, do we agree actually with what's going on? Like, are we just following what the government wants as a society? Yeah. Or, like, we never really reflect and question things. Yeah. And so... There's this, like, yeah, again, like, going back, there's, like, the social clock that you get caught up yeah. in this thing where it's yeah. like, okay, you got to follow these steps. Yeah. And there's, like, five things that we're supposed to do, apparently, yeah. which is go to school, you know go to college get a job get married have kids mm. and then and then uh collect 401k and and then die yeah <laughs> but i there's so much in between all not that you can't do those things that's awesome like yeah, we should, for sure. we're all gonna probably end up doing that uh but there's a lot of in between that um, we gotta do if people want to follow you or find you where can they do that oh shit <laughs> <laughs> no uh, on Instagram, and then I just started a YouTube thing. My name is Perry Grown, so you can look both of those up. 
and I actually just started a blog on my website, so which is pretty cool. People actually, I'm, I'm very surprised that people responded to that because I don't know how to write. I don't know how to tell stories when I'm writing. I don't know any of that. Okay, you have to get better at doing an elevator pitch. Dude, I know. Don't follow me. <laughs> don't follow me at Perry Grown on all social media things. Exactly. Do not look at it. It's explicit content. Right. Yeah. And if you had a slogan or a quote or mantra, what would it be? Oh I know my you, god, this you've is made so... a few of your own, but if you had to pick one. This is hard. This is really hard. Wait, one of my own or one that I live that I have for somebody else's one said? that you live by, whether you Oh man. This is hard. <laughs> Uh, I, I I would say your gift uh, your gift is your curse is it, or your your curse is your gift is a big one here let me read it I would say <laughs> that your curse is your gift is a really good one and live with curiosity and take risks and have purpose behind everything you do. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, we're gonna try to follow those advice. Awesome. Yeah, thank you so well, thank much. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank it's you. been great. Beautiful.